This is the Jeopardy podcast. And now, here are the hosts of the Jeopardy podcast, Jamie and Katie. Hi, everybody. This is the Evil Chocolate Cookie bringing you tonight's edition of the Jeopardy Chronicles. It's been one of those days, so this could end up being a short one. Depending on just how much I do or don't feel like saying. Before we get started, some housekeeping. Um, If the website is not online by tomorrow, you folks can kick me. I have not, I have not been in the mood to deal with the issues I was having the other day trying to set it up. I have just not. Mentally, I'm not there. Because I'm so frustrated with what's going on in my creative universe and the possibility of losing so much of my audience that it's taken me almost 12 years to build up, 12, 11, 12 years to build up, that I'm just about to start screaming. I'm that I'm not frustrated. So if the website is not up here by the time I talk to you tomorrow, then yes, you can kick me. That is perfectly understandable. Also, for my Apple Podcasts users, I got a notification about this earlier in the day. <clears throat> that at some point, I don't know if they're starting it now or if it's going to be in the future, but at some point they are offering podcast transcripts. So for those of you who are hard of hearing, that will definitely benefit you. I've wanted to have transcripts for the longest time, and I just don't know how to do it. Because I don't script, I would have trouble writing it out myself. So, and obviously you can't trust AI. So I wasn't sure what to do, but if this technology actually works, this will be awesome. If it doesn't, well, I won't be surprised because it's Apple after all. But that's the that's the housekeeping and such that I wanted to let you folks in on. And with that being said, let's get into tonight's game. And of course, we start doing that by meeting our players. We have Alec, Connor, and Johanna. That is how the names were pronounced by Ken and by Johnny. So with two of them backing each other up, I can safely go for it. So, this game started out with some people having really rough times. People were getting themselves in and out of the hole. It was like, it was like they were playing, it was like they were playing groundhogs and couldn't decide whether or not it was groundhog day and whether to pop out and see if they could see their shadow. Because they kept going in and out and in and out of the hole by the half point of the first round. <clears throat> Once they decided they felt better out of the hole, though. They definitely stayed out of it. Alec landed the first daily double. Got it right, fortunately. I would have had to I would have had to punch someone if they you know, bet stupidly and missed a daily double. You folks know how I feel about that. Of course, I would have probably let them off the hook this at this point, because we were still in the first round. But you folks know how I feel about that at a dangerous point in the game. Alec had a nice, comfortable time in the lead for most of the game. And then 
double jeopardy, Connor kind of came after him a little bit. Alec got the second Daily Double, too, and got it right. Connor landed the third one, but unfortunately missed it. Poor Johanna was just not having the best of times trying to get in on the buzzer today. Like, I'm, I am firmly convinced that she had the knowledge, but buzzer timing just did not like her. So, yeah, it, it gave her problems. But even with all those problems, she still had over $7,000 going into Final Jeopardy. Winning the game would have been a stretch, but depending on how the other two perform, it could, in theory, have been possible. So, let's just say this is another case, that would have been another case of not calling the ending too soon. Of course, unfortunately, that wasn't what happened, but it could have been possible. Actually, Alec was the only one to get Final Jeopardy right, and... Ended up wagering over $13,000, adding that to his score and advancing to the semifinals. We're finally done with this, I think at least for a while, this skewed Friday-Monday structure of the finals. Because I think our two-game final in this division will be a Thursday-Friday situation. I, I just, I don't like the Friday-Monday. Especially in cases like we had uh, last week, I think it was. Something like that. Where the game got preempted for a lot of people for something not important that they just love to preempt things with. Like, look here. I'm going to go off on a tangent on preemption right now just because we mentioned it. I get that people like football. I get that. But for the love of Pete, if there is a football game, put it on the sports channels, not on the places where other shows are scheduled. Especially, there are stations, mine being one of them, that don't always update the TV guide when stuff is getting preempted. So we tune in, expecting our shows, and then we get a football game. Or we get some kind of charity thing. Or we get some kind of extended news bulletin or whatever crap it might be. And we don't know that that's going to happen because the guide has not been updated. <clears throat> and there's a flare on the Jeopardy subreddit that says, We don't like preemptions. And it is absolutely right. Actually, we flat out hate preemptions. And some of you listening to this will be like, yeah, well, you can always catch it another time. Yeah, well, that's another thing that's station dependent. Here, it either airs on time or it doesn't air at all. So if it gets preempted here and it's not available on YouTube and none of my friends can call me so I can watch it, I don't get to watch it because it's not aired later. It's just not. And stations think this is acceptable. It's not. It's not acceptable to take something off the schedule without letting people know. And it's not acceptable to just not air that thing. For me and for, you know, this podcast, it's mildly, well, actually, it's extremely annoying. But for someone who is very, very routine dependent... Because there are people out there who literally cannot stand their routines being thrown off. 
Like, it is actually extremely, extremely distressing for them. It could send them into total flip-out mode. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but I just don't know how else to explain it. So this preempting crap needs to stop unless it's an absolute emergency. Alright, so we covered the game. I went off on a tangent on preemptions. We've done housekeeping. So I think I'm done for for now. I think I'm done for the day. And I'm sure you folks are probably happy about that. Because I'm probably giving it away that I am in a very bad mood. You can probably tell it by my tone. I have been in the same bad mood since Monday. And I don't expect it to be lifted anytime soon. Because no one's listening to me. But I'm going to sign this thing off. I'm going to let you folks get on with your lives and not deal with someone who's in a horrible mood. And I will see you folks tomorrow. So good night. Thank you for tuning in. And as Alex would say, so long, everybody. This is Jamie T speaking for the Jeopardy podcast in Evil Chocolate Cookie production.